0: Good morning, everybody. (laughs) Let's worship, shall we? Would you stand and sing with us? in the wilderness we're crying out and as the day draws near we'll sing until the whole world
1: hears lord let your sleeping giant rise catch the demon by surprise
0: In the darkest night. Whoa, ready yourselves, ready yourselves. May the powers of darkness tremble as our praises rise. Until the whole world hears, Lord, we are calling out. Lifting up your name for all to hear the sound. Like voices in Draws near. We'll
2: sing until the whole world
1: hears. Whoa. sing until the whole
0: world
1: hears whoa whoa whoa. we'll sing until
3: people said. Please be seated. Thank you. Praise be for bringing us into worship this morning. Welcome and greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Peace be with you. My name is Cheryl Broom and I am blessed to be your pastor here at Holotus Hills United Methodist Church. So glad you got out of bed this cold morning so that you might enjoy the 70 degree weather later. And I'm so glad that we did the cold weather bags when we did, Jesse. Thank you that we were able to get ahead of the storm for so many. Also, today you'll notice that some people are wearing these wonderful colored uh, lanyards. These come when you go to a walk to Emmaus. And we are, our church, me, Carol Ann, will you raise your hand, are on the next walk to Emmaus on the leadership team. If you have not been, It is an amazing experience. And we encourage you to sign up now so that you can go and join me and Jenny as a pilgrim on this walk to Emmaus. So let me introduce to you Holly Kondruk who will give you some more announcements for today.
4: Good morning. Good
3: morning. We are a vibrant
4: spiritual community learning to love God, love others, and serve the world. I've been a member here since 2016 and now I serve on the board. I have just a few announcements for you about what is going on in the life of the church. If you are a first time guest, please let us know by filling out the blue card found in the pew pockets. You can return it by placing it in the offering box in the Welcome Center. We will not have prayers to the people today, so please fill out one of those cards if the blue or the yellow card as needed. We are a praying church and you'll find a prayer request card, the yellow one, in a pew in front of you. You may return it in the offering box in the Welcome Center also. You will find a QR code in the pew pocket. If you would like an electronic bulletin, use your smart device to click on the QR code and you'll be transported to the webpage where you will find the bulletin, prayer request, other information about our church, and ways to give. Now our Director of Christian Education, Jesse Spina, has a few announcements.
2: Thank you, Miss Holly. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. We, who survived our ice storm this year? Who was happy it was not as bad as the last ice storm? I mean, oh my goodness. I know a lot of people lost power. That stinks for you. I kept mine. I'm kidding. I'm really sorry that people (laughs) lost power and that we went through that again, but thank the Lord that it was not as difficult as it was the previous years. And thank you to everyone who's passed out cold weather kits into our local community. I've had a request for more kits, so we do have some leftover stuff that it's not a full complete kit, but during uh, worship today the children will pack them into gallon-sized bags and we will bring them back over. Um, So there will be some hygiene products, but there will also be things like socks and gloves that can be passed out again if you would like to take more with you. And you're always welcome to add more to that bag as you feel called to do. So make sure you look for those on your way out. Also, if you have kiddos, um, fifth grade and below, and you are interested in them coming to our first kids party, that's our version of a parent's night out um, where they get to take a night off and the kids get to have fun out with their friends. Our first one is February 18th from 4 to 7 p.m. The theme is God is Love. And there are RSV slips sitting on the Welcome Center out there and in front of the offering box. If you have kiddos you'd like to come, you can fill those out and drop them in the offering. Or you can email me at children at to let me know your kiddos are coming. And that's just so we get a head count. All kids are welcome. Please bring them. Thank you.
1: Thanks,
3: Jesse.
4: A reading today from Isaiah chapter 2, verses 2 through 4. You can find it in the Pew Bible on page 618. In the days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest of the mountains and shall be raised above the hills. All the nations shall stream to it. Many peoples shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways and that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth instruction and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and shall arbitrate for many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks nations shall not lift up sword against nation neither shall they learn war anymore the word of god for the people of god thanks, thanks be, be god. to god let us pray lord as we come before you in worship today in awe of your power grace and love grant us ears to hear and hearts to share jesus message of hope and redemption, forgiveness and grace. Give us the sight to see every person through the lens of love. Give us hands to bear the gospel message to all we meet. All this we ask in the powerful name of
3: Jesus, amen. We are here to do our prayers of the people on Communion Sunday. We don't lift our hands and and pray aloud, so I ask you to fill out the prayer cards and either put those in the offering plate as they pass by you or in the welcome center in the box. So as we pray together, will you bow with me and and entreat God? Loving God, you created all that is and called it good, even us. And over time, we have struggled to contend with life that is often filled with violence in words and deeds done again and again to each other and to your creation. Yet you have not abandoned us to our sinful ways. You ask us to repent and turn from our sins back to you. You have continued to bless us with your steadfast love, calling us to life in Christ. We ask that you continue your tender care for us and others as we pray for healing for every hurt. As we pray for those who are hungry, may we share out of our abundance. As we pray for those who are unhoused, may we help them to find safe shelter. As we pray for those who grieve, may we walk beside them, sharing your comfort and peace. As we pray for those who are lonely, may we seek to provide companionship. For all the ways you are present with us, we thank you, God. As we lift these prayers before you, we ask for your blessings in the name of Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. amen and Amen. So, all of us have a story. A story we tell ourselves about ourselves. And it becomes a guiding factor in our lives as we inevitably tell that story in how we live. We tell ourselves about ourselves all the time. We do. So I wonder what is your story? What story do you tell yourself? It is ever so important to remember and tell our story well. Today we will rediscover the story of believers called United Methodist. This is our story, so listen and remember who we are and whose we are. We are a connected, deeply rooted people, missional, faithful, world changing people and here are some things I'm going to tell you to help remind you that you are indeed a Methodist there's a note placed on the back if you want to take notes you might be a Methodist if you think God's presence is strongest in the back three pews (laughs) you might be a Methodist if the word fellowship causes you to run quickly to your (laughs) kitchen and make your favorite potluck dish dish or dessert, Gina. You might be a Methodist if you forgive trespasses and not debts. You get that? (laughs) You might be a Methodist if you're watching Star Wars and somebody says, may the force be with you, and you respond automatically and also with you. (laughs) You may be a Methodist if you have ever sipped Wilch's grape juice out of a little plastic cup during communion. You might be a Methodist if you always say, after someone says, this is the word of God for the people of God, God. you are truly Methodist. You might be a Methodist if you sing and you pray and you worship in a local expression of genuinely global, ecumenical, apostolic, and a missional church. From the sounds of things, I think you are Methodist. Over the past few weeks, we have been learning what it means to be a United Methodist by reviewing John Wesley's general rules for a people who would call themselves Methodist. He said they applied to all of us, and they should order our life of discipleship. You know you're a Methodist if you believe. One, do no harm. harm. Two, and the third, stay in love with God. Today, we consider what it means for this fourth and final sermon of the series, what does it mean for the world to be our parish? Because that's what John Wesley said, as we learn to grow and nurture disciples of Christ for the transformation of the world. And the purpose of making disciples is not for strengthening the church. The purpose of making disciples is for the transformation of the world in Jesus Christ. And why do we do this? Because we love God and we love other people. And through this famous verse in the gospel, this is why we do this. John 3.16 reminds us of God's love and not because God so loved the church, no. Because God so loved the I knew that you would know that, Bobby. Let's read it together. If you wanna see the NRSVU uh, version, it's on page 968 in your pew Bibles. Everybody has learned this a little bit differently. Isn't it a verse that we all know by heart? Do you want to say the one that you know by heart instead of the NRSV volume? Okay, let's just say the one that you know. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever shall believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. You see the little bit of difference but how we all know this word of God from John 3, 16. This is the word of God for the people of God. (laughs) God. See, I knew it. There's no other verse in the Bible that concisely, so concisely summarizes our relationship and God's relationship to the world with humanity, the way of salvation, Some even consider John 3.16 the theme verse for the entire Bible, for it tells the story of God, the story of God's love for us, and the extent in which God would go in order to bring us into his loving circle. So great that he sacrificed his one and only son on our behalf. It teaches us that anyone who believes in Jesus Christ, God's son, will be saved and this is our story the story of our glorious hope in eternal life in heaven through the love of god and this love emboldens us it's a story that helps us to share our lives everywhere in acts of love for god and for others in the power of love just think what we can do in the name of jesus as the world is our parish think of the things we could do because we have been given power and hope and peace through Christ. Even God longs for us to experience peace in our world. You heard when Holly read from Isaiah chapter 2, verse 4 And he shall judge among the nations and shall rebuke many people, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation. And neither shall they learn war anymore. There's an old gospel song. It's called Down by the Riverside. And over and over again in the refrain, it says, I ain't going to study war no more. I ain't going to study war no more. This is a spiritual song actually on this verse of Isaiah, chapter 2, verse 4. If you know the song, sing it with me. I'm going to lay down my sword and shield down by the riverside. Down by the riverside, down by the riverside. I'm going to lay down my sword and shield down by the riverside and study, study war no more. Keep going. I ain't going to study war no more. Ain't going to study war no more. Ain't going to study war no more. What are you going to do? I ain't gonna study war no more. Ain't gonna study war no more. Ain't gonna study war no more. Isn't that God's story for all of us? Dare we dream of a world where the people study war no more? Unfortunately, it's super hard to do if you have CNN, MSNBC, or Fox News on your television. Because, unfortunately, we are at war. War not only nation against nation, but we are at war in our own minds, in our own relationships. We even are at war with strangers in our community. And maybe it's because we live in a world where people believe in the false narrative, the untrue story that we are living with limited resources. And maybe our story has been corrupted because of our self-centeredness in our desire of selfish gain. Perhaps somehow our story was distorted and when we believed in these words, do unto others before they do unto you. Kill or be killed. Well, it's the survival of the fittest. Yet this is not our story. This is exactly the opposite of the story that God gave us in scripture, that we understand that there is not unlimited resources for the Lord our God. When we believe in this distorted story, our story will always end in bitterness and pain. This is not God's story for God's people. For God calls us to be different. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever shall believe in him should not perish but have life everlasting. if you want to uh, 317, you know that one too? For God did not give his son into the world to condemn the world, but through him the world might be saved. And you thought Methodists did not know Bible. (laughs) We know Bible, you know your Methodists if you know John 316 and John 317. If you look in the front of your bulletin today, I think I left my bulletin over here. On the front page, you're gonna see our mission statement Your leadership team recently revised this mission statement to tell the story of a world of people who love God and love their neighbor. Will you read it with me? The mission of Holotus Hills United Methodist Church is to grow and nurture disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of our community and of the world. We say this to remind ourselves that it is into the community and into the world in which God calls us to bring light and love. Our story and other stories came together as United Methodists in a global community and together we are connected with every human being in this earth. We are connected to one another. And as Methodists, you remember we talked about our connection through UMCOR? It's that funny word that stands for the Committee on Relief. We help people. We help communities rebuild after disasters. We get to see the smiles of people who are searching for meaning and found it in a sanctuary of United Methodist Church. We see it in missionaries. Hello, missionaries. We have some in our own congregation dedicating their lives to serving and supporting and loving people that we might forget. We see it in the millions of hearts that have been strangely warmed, that's a Wesleyan, by Bible studies and vacation Bible school. And it is a story of justice on what is right and just in the world. That is our story. Our story is about trust. It's about partnership. It's about transforming our community and the world. It is a story of what happens when God's calling, our hearing, and our actions transform in concrete ways, transform the world and fulfill the needs within our community and even beyond our church. Man, I'm impressed with your story. For friends, we are people of God, whom the world is our parish, and this is our story. It's time to reclaim the story of the people called United Methodists. It's time to celebrate the differences that you have made in the world through mission and outreach and nurture and care ministries as we honor God and love others. Here are the current ways that we do that. I don't wanna embarrass you, Jan, but if you'll stand up for one second. Jan is currently the chair of our missions and outreach. She doesn't do all the heavy lifting alone. She does it with you. But here are some of the teams that she helps to foster. Just for men. (laughs) and Cheryl, (laughs) Journey to Bethlehem, Haven for Hope, Operation Christmas Child, Bagpack, Reading Buddies, Spring Shoe Drive, Mesa, that's Cooking for Youth, Angel Tree, Worldwide Mobility, Holy Yoga, Fellowship Dinners, Halota's House of Neighborly Services. You know I always say, heavenly hands, (laughs) hello to heavenly hands. The San Antonio Food Bank, serving Saturdays in service to this community and people all over the world. We serve God and have missions and outreach through our choir, through our bell choir, through our praise team, through our prayer team that prays for those in this community and beyond in the world. Through Sunday school classes, Bible studies, Women's ministry, Emmaus reunion groups, and our work here is near, not near finished. It is ongoing, and it is worth celebrating in the church, being the church, remembering that this is our story. It's not a new story. It's been the story of the people of God from the very beginning to make a difference in the world, to save the lost, as Wesley would say, to gather up all the means we can, the beloved of God, and make sure that they know that there is a place for them here in Christ's church. Because God so loved the world. And that's our story. And I am so grateful to you for your ministry here, for the work that you do that goes beyond these walls out into the community, and beyond the community, out into the state, and beyond the state, out into the, United States and beyond the United States, to the world. I'm so blessed by you. And for those who will be touched by your love today and every day, I thank God. And for the future filled with hope and peace, I thank God. As we live into our story of loving God and loving others, I thank God. Do you thank God? God. Then say amen. Now Holly's gonna lead us in our offering before we celebrate Holy Communion together. Why
4: why do I give? Why do I give to this church? I give to help keep our church alive and able to continue God's work. All the things that, that Cheryl talked about this morning. We do so much, but it does take a little cash To help things along. Let us pray. Faithful giver of life, you have done great things for us. In the life and teaching of your son Jesus, you welcome us into your heart. Help us open our hearts to others that we may be ever more willing to offer our hospitality, our support, and our material resources, wherever they are needed. Bless these offerings in your holy name. Amen. Will the ushers please come forward.
3: Almighty God, we offer these, our fruits of labor to you. We ask, O Lord, that you would bless and magnify them for use in your kingdom, that we might spread your love abroad. Amen? Amen. 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 Today we have Holy Communion, which is our custom as United Methodists, to have it during the first Sunday of the month, and we celebrate Holy Communion as a way of celebrating God's ordinances to experience God's grace and love. 2,000 years ago, Jesus ate at this table. He ate with sinners. He still does. None of us are worthy, except by God's grace, to come to this table. But our sacred worth is a free gift from God. No matter what we've done, no matter where we've been, or our present condition, we are welcomed at this table. And communion provides for us the opportunity to confess our sins, to receive forgiveness and to pledge our lives anew. If you'll turn to page 12 in your United Methodist hymnal or look up on the screens, you'll have words in which to follow. I want to remind you that we have a gluten-free option which Carol will be serving. If you need gluten-free elements, please know that we're sanctifying and blessing those today as well. Also, we have a communion rail offering. Now, that's not really on the rail. Sharon put these wonderful baskets right up front. If you would like to give in addition to your usual giving, that money will go towards um, Human Relations Sunday, which helps to improve relationships all over the world between races and nations. So if you're on page 12, I invite Holly now to take the lead.
4: Will you join me as we pray the prayer of confession together? Merciful God, Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love towards us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven.
3: In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. Let us continue the great thanksgiving on page 13. The Lord be with you. And
4: also with you. Lift up
3: your hearts. let us give thanks to the Lord our God.
4: It is right to give our thanks and praise. It
3: is a right and good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, 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 holy Lord, Lord God, of God of power and might, Lord, heaven and earth, and earth and highest, Lord, blessed is he who God comes Christ in the name, the, the name of the Lord. Lord Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death and resurrection you gave birth to your church. Delivered us from slavery to sin and death and made with us a new covenant by water in the spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us he took bread. And he gave you thanks. And then he broke the bread. And gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he again took the cup. And after he gave you thanks and praise, he gave the cup to his disciples and said, take this cup and drink from it, all of you. This is the cup of my blood poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy living sacrifice in union with Christ offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of our faith. Christ Christ has died. died. Christ Christ is is risen. risen. Christ Christ will come come again. We pray, almighty God, that you would pour forth the power of your Holy Spirit upon these gifts of bread and wine, that they may be for us the body and blood of Christ. And we ask, O Lord, that you would pour forth a renewing of your Holy Spirit upon this congregation gathered here out of love for you and love for each other. We ask, O Lord, that you would help us to enter into this world that we might be one, one with Christ, one with your spirit, one with each other, and one in ministry to the world until Christ comes again and we feast together at his heavenly banquet. It is through your son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, almighty Father, now and forevermore, amen. 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 And now, as children of God, let us say the prayer Christ taught his disciples. Our Father, Father, who art art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be be thy thy name, thy kingdom kingdom come, thy will be done on on earth earth as it is is in heaven heaven. give Give us this day our daily bread and and forgive us our trespasses as as we forgive forgive those who trespass trespass against against us lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil
1: thine is the kingdom and the power and and the glory forever
3: forever. Amen. amen we as many as we are when we partake from one loaf is it not a means in sharing in the body of Christ. And when we share over this common cup, even though they're little bitty plastic <laughs> communion cups, is it not a means in sharing in the blood of Christ? The body of Christ given for all, and the blood of Christ shed for all. And in our church, all means all. You are welcome to this table if you'll come forward with the help of our ushers. You'll come to the center aisle where you can go to one station or the other if you need gluten-free, Carol Ann will be at that table. We will offer to you the bread of life. What you respond is between you and God. Some people say amen, some say thanks be to God. Others are, are just so grateful. And then we'll offer to you the little cup which represents Christ's blood poured out for you and for many. And again, your response authentically is yours. You can respond however God calls you to. The table's been made ready. God has invited you. Will those helping with communion please come forward as we prepare to serve Holy Communion today? Will you join me in saying the prayer after receiving? You'll find up on the screen. Let us pray. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We are really close to letting you get to Sunday school on time so very close. We're going to pray for Kairos time. Before we leave we always do an invitation to discipleship. That is our call to go out into the world to to share God's light and love to others and as you heard earlier this morning we re-engineered the mission statement just a little to better reflect for us our mission in the world. So you see it's a little bit longer for you to memorize now. Will you say it with me? The mission of Lotus Hills United Methodist Church is to grow and nurture disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of our community and the world. That's a big job, but with Christ's help, you can do it. Allow the spirit to energize you and send you forth into the world, being Christ's light and love. And as you consider that, if you're not a member of this faith community and would like to join, I'm going to invite you to do that during the singing of final hymn, And Are We Yet Alive? May God bless you as you leave this place. May you be renewed in God's hope and power and light and love. You have a legacy of love. You have the power of God through Christ and the Holy Spirit. Never forget that. Go out into the world in the power of Christ's love and transform it as you witness to Christ for others. Amen?